Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Josh Talks, aka JY the Spy, aka Just JY. And we're going to start today with the Angel AAA, which is the Angel Message and Number, the Action Steps to Take, and the Affirmation of the Week. Okay, the Angel Message for today is When you're amazed by the grace of God, your spirit is truly lifted. You may feel that there is a limit on miracles possible in your life. I'm here to remind you that there is no limit to the blessings you can receive. Each time you are filled with wonder, it is a reminder of the divine's ongoing conversation with you. Your amazement is your testimony to faith. So the angel number for today is eight. This number encourages you to feel the creative power of the world. Miracles are always happening, and you can heighten your experience of them by opening yourself to God's grace. Believe, and you will receive. Your childlike wonder is just as important to your spiritual journey as your devout commitments. Feel the joy and the blessings that surround you. The action steps. Notice the subtle way the wind blows and stirs the earth. How delicately the skyland hugs the land. The soft feeling of the sunlight on your face. Feel a sense of awe for the way you are supported by the environment. And the affirmation of the day is wonder and miracles are all around me. They are manifestations of God's grace that I can see. Right, guys, let's get the show started. Bye. Happy to be here. Okay, you're in the better mood now. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm good. You know, let's do some Nicki Minaj. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I saw that? I was like, you know what? <laughs> I had to remind myself of the bad bitch I am, so I had to go yeah, listen exactly. to the Queen. So, so I'm great. To, you have to remind yourself, like, wait, who am I? Who am I? And who are they? Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> But thank you so much for joining me. Of course. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy. Really happy. I've never been on anyone else's podcast. (laughs) Okay, so let me give you a a real dramatic intro. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, hi, guys. Welcome back to Free Game, the podcast. It's your boy, J.Y. the Spy, a.k.a. Josh Talks, a.k.a. Just J.Y. And I am joined by Cordero Santiago. So... He is an author, a singer, a musical theater actor, a podcaster. I mean, the list just goes on and on. But overall, he's a bad bitch. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Yes, intro. Okay, so um, I had like a few random questions, but I wanted to get like a few icebreakers first. Are okay. you okay with that? Sure. I'm nervous, but okay. No, you don't have to be nervous. They're gonna be light. So okay. what's your favorite song right now? Ooh. Um my favorite song right now is Bodies by uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So she did say this was an EP. This wasn't like a full album. What do you think she's coming up with? Um, I I don't know, but I, like if she does like a whole a hotel part two, you know that'll probably be cool. If it's like Ooh. a whole a whole another album, I really would like for her. This is like the first time she's done like um, features on her albums with other mm-hmm. female singers. So she had her and Ari, Ari Lennox. So I am looking forward to her doing a song with like Brandy. Like we need a song with her and Brandy. Like we just need that. Um, so I really just want Brandy to be on her. I, I just want her to do more collaborations because she doesn't do that too often. You know what I love about her? I love that she's like a storyteller. Like I yes. love that like all of her songs is like have like a good story behind it. So yep. I am interested in seeing what the, she has cooking over there. Yes. So, and that could, you know what, that could be, I'm so glad you said that. I never thought of it that way because that could be why I love her because I'm an actor and I love story visuals. 
and mm-hmm. her music gives me a visual. So that could Everybody. be the reason why I love her. I'm glad you said that. And you met her before, right? I did. I did. I met her once, and I, I completely lost my shit. <laughs> See, y'all, Kadeva is like a superstar, but he just acts like he's whatever. I was whatever. <laughs> I was with somebody who was working. It wasn't one of them. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get into that. Oh, don't worry. I'm getting your business. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So since you are Arthur, what's your favorite book right now? That is so funny that you're about to ask me that because I don't read. <laughs> you, you, you just no. You read the girls. Now don't don't get it twisted. You may not read books, but you read the girls. Right. Like like you, <laughs> you said, I don't read, but I read. <laughs> No, I don't read books because I don't, I don't like to read. And people find that so funny because I'm an author. I don't like to read. Like, it's just, I don't think I've, I like all the, like, okay, let's say this. I like audible books. So I have really, um, I started reading some audible books, like some, you know, self, self-care self books, you know, things about mental health and like self-love and stuff like that. So I like to listen to audible books, but I, um, I don't like to like read Okay. Okay, so a little bit messier question. What is a sign that you would not date right now? Scorpio. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, for y'all that don't know, Cordero is a, is a Scorpio. So I sure am. <laughs> I sure Why am. Why would you date a Scorpio? Because I dated a Scorpio. Um, we we stopped dating in in November and um it's just Ugh, I just I can't date my own sign. I just can't. I tried. I, I you have to be somewhat damn special for me to try that again. I listen. I understand. People with the same toxic traits or same um issues. How can we both have the same issues and it be in a relationship? Like if both of our issues are listening. <laughs> <laughs> that's never going to work <laughs> y'all just going to be yelling at each other exactly <laughs> if we both self-sabotage then you know how are we going to fix yeah. that so that's just I can't I can't I tried I can't okay so I, okay you answered these pretty well way better than I thought you would okay <laughs> so we're going to get into the question okay I'm ready <clears throat> last time you were happy Oh, like unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Like with everything in your life. Hmm. I would say it was between January and March of tw- two thousand seventeen. Um, that period was probably one of the best moments in my life. That was the year my book came out. Um, my song came out. I got a new car. I graduated from my master's degree. I had a uh, you know a good job. I was still doing things like everything between that period was like perfect. Okay. Well, we're gonna get back to making yourself happy right okay. now. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that offline. Okay. So it's, okay. But just so y'all know, his book is called I Will Never Be His Number One. I Will Never Be Number One in His Life on Amazon. And his songs called Amber Alert. Check those yes, out. Yes, thank very you. Um, okay, so speaking of your book and your song, where do you draw your inspiration from? I draw my inspiration from real life. Uh, my book my book is about my experience dating down low men. And, you know, um, and how I came to being attracted to down low men. So it's a real life experience. Um, You know, Amber Alert is about, you know, dating those type of men and, you know, having your heart broken all the time. So I definitely draw all my inspiration from real life. Like, I don't, I can't do the... You know, well, maybe this happened to someone else. No, I draw it from either it has happened to me or I know firsthand that it has happened to someone and I want to talk about it. 
And I would say, like, listen, that's the reason why I haven't read your book yet, <laughs> because listen, I have been through that. And listen, that that was one of the most craziest times of my life. I felt like I was going crazy trying to understand somebody. Like you want to know something funny? Like, I've I've never dated. I've never dated an, a man that has been out. What? I've never, okay. I've never dated a man that was fully out. I've I've dated men that were, you know, you know, either coming out or you know, struggling to come out on all those things. But I've never dated someone who was fully out. Mm. I'm going to say <laughs> you should. It would be very well, different, and I feel it's not like, like I want to. now in your life. I feel. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like it would be like a whole different world for you, and I think you would be uncomfortable because I feel like I had dated like a totally down low man to dating someone who's completely out. It, it's like, whoa, wait, you want to hold my hand? What you want to like me, my parents? Excuse me, like all that shit is gonna like. Well, I will right? say, I, we'll I will say that it. I have knowing that I, the older I get, the less tolerance I have for you know you know, down low man in that situation. That's why I'm not dating right now because I know what I don't want to experience no more. So, you know, I definitely don't, I'm not going down that road again, but, but that's just what I have been dealing with. Yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah. We have talked a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed. We're, we're gay. Oh, yes. Hi. Sorry. Hey there. <laughs> Y'all, they know if they listen to me, they know. So, okay, next question. How would you like to be remembered? I would love to be remembered as someone who made people laugh, um, who always brought a smile to people's face. I, um, I really take pride in the fact that a lot of people find me funny. Um, at first, I, mm. at first, I didn't. I didn't want that connection because in the past when people connected that to me, it was based on the fact that I would try to make people laugh to take away from the fact of being bullied or, you know, people talking about my weight and things like that. But then I feel like I had to embrace it because I'm just a funny person and people laugh at just me being honest. And so I was like, well, hell, if I can make you laugh, then, hey, I want to be able to brighten your day and make you laugh. So I definitely want to be remembered from being someone who is funny, um, a hard worker, uh, and someone who's loyal. Well, you definitely embody all of that. And I haven't even known you that long, and I know that. On top of being very, very talented, very creative, very down. Like, this is my Coco <laughs> Judy right here, y'all. So definitely embody all I love all you. <laughs> Okay, so what is your favorite childhood memory? Oh, favorite childhood memory. That is a good question. Um, I think my favorite childhood memory, I'm going, it's a collective collection, a collection, a collection of memories. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always very big in church growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was always the one, um, which is why I got into acting because I was always the one doing all of the the Black History plays or the Easter speeches. I was always given the big long speeches because mm-hmm. my grandmother my grandmother used to work with me every day from to memorize them, and so I always was given the long speeches because I always memorized them and I always you know I enjoyed being in, on stage in front of people. Like I had my first solo in church when I was like five years old. So I love being, I never was afraid to be in front of people. So as a kid, I just loved always getting those long speeches. I played Martin Luther King every year for Martin Luther King for, um, play. And so. You do give me Martin Luther King. I, you do. I, I have a dream speech. Like if I, okay, if that's a vivid memory, my grandmother teaching me that I, the entire, I have a dream speech and I had to say it at church wow. off, but no, nothing in my hand. I did it off memory. And so those are like were some of my fondest moments as a kid. Okay. 
yes, and it's like it's yes. better. It's better. <laughs> okay, so um, where would you like to vacation? You know, once this kind of I want over. to go to Barcelona. That is Barcelona Ooh. is on my list of places to go. I want to go to Barcelona. Barcelona and Greece, those are my top two places I have to go. Um, but Barcelona has always been my number one. Okay, would you want to go with people or by yourself with a date? Um, I definitely have to go with someone because I would be too afraid to go to Barcelona by myself. Because and I don't know where the fuck I'm at. You know, <laughs> it's like so. Okay. Oh, can I cuss? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm at. So I'm like, okay. yeah, I have, I have to go with someone. Okay. So who is a celebrity that you would like to work with? A celebrity I would like to what? That you would like to work Ooh. with. Oh. These are some good questions. Uh, thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. <laughs> I try, I try. That is a very good question. You know what? I would say, okay, it has to be a three-part question for me because I do so many. Okay. I'm, you know, you do so much. Yeah. Come on, superstar. <laughs> Whatever. Um, For theater... I would love to work with um I would love to work with Idina Menzel. Um Ooh, and you know, fun. for your listeners who don't know, she was the original original Alphaba in Wicked, as well as she was original Maureen in Rent. Um, so I would I would want to work with her. Um when it all when it comes to like movies or scripts or things like that. Um, my favorite director, and this you probably gonna find this weird. My favorite director is M. Night Shyamalan. Yes, really, I love his weird ass movies. Uh-huh. I love his movies. Like if I could work with him and Jordan Peele on the same movie set, that would just okay. Yeah, that, that's what they give me. Like just like out there. Yes, like that's people. what I like, and so mm-hmm. I would like to work with them. Musically, I want musically. I I want to work with. Um, I would want to work musically with um. Sam Smith. Oh okay. Oh, that's a name yeah. I've never heard of I mean, there there's so many artists <laughs> musically I would want to work with, but I'm trying to be realistic to like my my voice and my aesthetic, and so I think that I would do really well working with Sam Smith. You know, oh dang, I ain't gonna say his name, but you know, Corey gonna have a problem with that. But <laughs> he doesn't like saying his name. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I will make sure we never yeah. talk about that because we will probably get into a huge argument. And you know, he's not gonna let it go until you agree with him. But I'm gonna send this clip <laughs> to him just for that. <laughs> I like I'm to so petty. Okay, so um, why do you create? Do you create for a specific type of person, or do you create as like an outlet for yourself? Or what it's definitely an outlet. I definitely um, creating is like therapy for me, and I think that that's why you know it seems like the days I am creating, I don't I don't have to even see my therapist, and you know um, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, if we weren't in a pandemic right now, I would definitely still be doing theater. I would definitely still be on stage doing things. So I think that I create is it I create because, you know, it, it's easy it's it's great sometimes not being worried about your own problems and being another character. And I also love doing my podcast because I like I love I love to talk. I love bringing awareness to certain issues. And so I create it because it's an outlet because I, I mean, if I didn't have any of those things, I don't know where I would be right now. 
Right. Oh, guys, I didn't say his podcast name, but his well, I didn't yeah, you did already. Last episode, but his podcast name is Darrow's Daring Thoughts. Very, very good podcast. Oh, you had me in tears last time. Um, I was almost mad at you. I was like, "Bitch, hold on, man. not talking about breaking up stuff that I don't want." Listen, talk about. I, you know, it's a, it's an outlet for Ugh. me. I'm a, you know, it's mine. I control it. I say what I want to say. No one can censor me. You know, and. There are other people who feel the way I feel that don't that just won't talk about it out loud. So I love being able to be that voice for them or helping them get through their day. I've had so many people, you know, message me or email me saying, you know, your podcast helps me through the day and makes me smile, you know, this and this and that. So, you know, I I, I didn't do it for that. I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into, you know, and just to have all these listeners from Canada, Asia, and all this other stuff. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> y'all y'all listen to little me. Right. So, you know, for that reason, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to have to keep doing this. But I told oh. you a superstar. Now, I don't just be talking just to oh, talk. Whatever. Thank you. I don't, ta- I, I don't take, I take compliments, okay. but not like, I don't take them that well. And uh, you just be like, oh, shut up. No, no, don't talk to me about that. You know Shut why? Up. Because I guess I'm at a point where I don't want the compliments. I don't want to be one of those people who take compliments and it gets to their head because I feel like if you if you let it get to your head, then you feel like there's nowhere else for you to grow. And so I want always I want to always right. be able to do bigger and better. Like if you listen to my podcast from the first episode to now, it is a huge mm. growth that has been involved. And you you know what I'm saying? It's like we Talk grow. And so I want to be able to, one of those people that can keep growing and growing and growing. Yes, because listen, I, I just hit a year on Valentine's Day. And if I go back to that first episode, child, <laughs> I was on there crying about a man. Like, oh my God. If he don't <laughs> you did not. So where I am, like, I'm going to go back and listen. Swear to God, girl. <laughs> Don't you do it? Don't you do it? <laughs> We're not answering any questions about that. Uh-uh. That ever. <laughs> but okay, so um, since we were talking about your book, so do you want to get into the story that inspired the book? Just a little bit, just a little bit. You don't have to go too okay. deep, but you know, for you to create okay. a whole book about it. Well, you know, on, it's so girl, funny because that. my book is a two-part book. So the person who actually inspired the book isn't even in this first part because, you know, I didn't want to just write a book about this person and my experience with this person. I kind of I kind of wanted people to know why I became this person. So the book actually starts for me as a child up until um, right before I went to college. And so this person didn't enter my life until I was a grown ass man. So but the person inspired the book because I was in a, um, what I thought, you know, what I considered a relationship. I was in this relationship with this person for a little while, uh, for um, a couple of years. And, you know, he, he never put me first. And it was, I knew he was on the download, you know, this was back in 20, 2010. So, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was, Ooh. you know, hell, it wasn't even legal for us to be married, you know, then yet. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, no, because Barack Obama, I think he did in 2011 or something, whatever. But at that time I met him, it was not legal to be married yet. So, you know, it was, the download thing was heavy, you know, so that's all I dated. And I, you know, yeah. I, I linked with someone who I connected with. And I also had a lot of issues with my body. Um, I did, I, you know, I did not like my size. I didn't like anything about me physically. And so, um, I, you know, fell for this person, fell for this person and he was a good person. Like he was not a bad person. The problem was that he was too afraid to be openly with me. And it got to the point where he ended up having a baby, you know, with someone. And even in the midst of that, I didn't leave him. I kept talking to him. You know, and it was just, it was easy for him to just, to turn, it was easy for him to turn me off in his mind and turn it back on, turn me back on when he was ready for me. But I couldn't do that to him. Like he was constantly always on my mind. Like I legit cared deeply for this man. And so 
I just started writing my thoughts because it was just going to be like a book of poems or a play. But then it got to the point where I was writing and writing and writing and everything just kept, got longer and longer and longer. And I was like, wait a minute, this is a book. And so I started back writing as a child. So it really, it, it was like a journal and it was like a therapy session for myself. I said, Cordero, just write your thoughts and what you've been going through. And in the midst of doing that, I had all these pages of, of, of words and I said, okay, I have to turn this into something. So I decided to make it into a book. It took me a long time to write this book. I started writing this book in 20, like 2011. I started writing this book in like 2011 and it didn't come out oh, until wow. 2017. So I was sitting on this book for a long time out of fear, um, not really knowing how it's going to be received as well as not knowing how to start writing a book. Um, so it took me a long time to write that book, but I'm happy I did. But now it's taken me so much longer to write part two. <laughs> well, I'm gonna stay on your ass. Go ahead and do it, girl. And if I have to read this book, even though I know it's gonna be triggering for me, you better have a part two because I'm a very voracious reader. It is because the so book, I will is, get the, it the book is not that long. So, so you better have part, part two. Ready it's for not it. that long. It's long, but people have people okay. read in like a day. I was like, well, damn, girl. But um, I'm, I promise you, part two is going, is coming. I'm going to make sure that I really sit down and devote time to it. I'm just not in a headspace right now to do it. I always believe that anything that you do creatively cannot be forced. You have to, you have to make sure you're Ooh, mentally talk there. About it. You really want to invest in it because if you're, if it's, if you're not investing in it, it's going to be trash. And I, I, I don't put out anything mm-hmm. that's trash. So for me, I have to make sure I am mentally ready and, and, and able to do it. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about your song for a little bit. Is there a relationship behind You know what? It's not. And song? the funny thing about the song is I didn't... I don't want to be... Because it put me in my feelings. You know, the feelings. funny thing about Amber Alert is I had no intentions. I don't want to be like a um, a singer. Like, I don't want to be a singer. I... Listen, what, with I don't want to be a singer. Are you kidding me? I did Amber Alert because I wanted to just say, hey, I have a song on iTunes. <laughs> That's legit what I wanted. I just wanted to just have a song on iTunes. And, you know what? like, <laughs> um... I, I, that's just what it was. Like I just was not trying to be an artist because for me, I never considered myself a solo singer. I sing. I sing. I consider myself a background singer. Like I, I sing well with people, and I think that I also grew up in a generation where if you don't, if you can't do runs and riffs and all that other stuff, then that you're not a singer. So I, I. That's that that's church. That choir and, just, that's that and you know, and it's, it can be intimidating yeah. when everyone else around you can do that, and you're not that type of vocalist. So I would never mm-hmm. want. I've never. I was always afraid to put myself out there to sing. Now I do musical theater shows because that I, I can sing musical theater, but like R and B, you know, music. I was like, I don't know, but I just always wanted to do one song. Like that was my goal, just to have one song on iTunes. And <laughs> listen, Ooh. if Keisha Cole no, out here not. being a whole oh single, you, oh, you did not saying. just say that. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, if she out here oh, saying she's a songstress, you can be that voice. But you know, the funny thing is, Amber, I hate the sound of my voice. Until like, I, he's hate, not a I hate my voice. I like. A lot What's of singers. The, are you kidding me? But a lot of people do. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think I, I, I was gonna be on this podcast. I thought I, I hate, hate my voice. I hate my, I hate my, my voice, voice so in my podcast. I don't <laughs> even go back and listen to my podcast. Once I record it, I send it to who needs. To, I don't go back and listen to it. It is what it That's is. Because I don't like the sound of my voice for some reason. Um. So when I did, I, my my vocal producer is also my vocal coach, and she's my uh, one of my really close friends. We worked on Amber Alert, and it's so funny because Amber Alert, what you hear, Amber Alert was a totally different song. And we went into the studio with the producer, who's also a cool person, good friend of mine. 
um, his name was Day Underscore. He rearranged the entire song, and I was I went to the studio like, <laughs> wait a minute. So the song I just learned, I'm not gonna sing. And his arrangement mm-hmm. was better, but I still had to record it right then and there. So I said, so he would like sing how I should do a part, and then I recorded it. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just sung it after he told me how to sing it. He's like, okay, do this run or do this. And then I'll say, okay, I record it. And that was that. So it, it was interesting because I, I felt like I didn't have a connection with it because I didn't get a chance to embrace the song beforehand. So I'm, I was very pleased on how it turned out right. because I didn't feel the emotion while singing it because I was literally learning it and recording it at the same time. Now you really can't tell that from the song, but I was literally line by line. He would sing it. He would tell me how to sing it. I would sing it. Okay, next line. Like that's how we did it. (laughs) That's how he had to do with you, because I feel like you would just be in your head about it. Like, wait, it's gonna be like this. I have to sound like this. No, we did part by part. We did part by part because I didn't know what to do. Like the whole melodic structure changed. So. It wasn't, you know, Amber Alert, Amber Alert. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what it was at first. It was something totally different. So I had to learn it in a moment, and I had to record that whole song wow. in, like, an hour. Like, I had two hours. I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, so absolutely. You getting, recording another song? Now that you've seen... You know what? Like, I, you have a great You know what? And it's so funny because like, my song has been out for four years, and I, I'm I'm just now getting the best response from it since I've been on Clubhouse. Since I've been on Clubhouse, but no. I feel like you wasn't even really. Were you really no. promoting it? Were you telling people? You had I wasn't. Fun? That's why. Because you were so casual about it. Even when you said it on Clubhouse, <laughs> you was just like, "Oh, I got a song." Yeah, because it's so old. I promoted it back then, but when I came on Clubhouse, I said, "You know what? Let me start." posting my stuff so I post I started posting it more you know I started posting because I started I saw people started following me I said shit they gonna follow me let me give them something to look at so I started posting my book I started posting my song and I didn't realize how good my song was to people and to actually to uh, Corey listen to it because I really you know I I love I speak highly of Corey's um, artistry Um, and Corey me and Corey are actually going to do a song he's working on Mm -hmm. my next song <laughs> I'm waiting on it. Oh, he has a yes, song out Corey too, T. Um, and so when he was like, that out Corey too. is, I'm not going to say that on here. <laughs> but I was like, Corey, Corey already knows. Oh, like, he'd appreciate I'm a Corey saying Corey is, Corey is fine as hell. And I just, he is just one of those people I just, you know, wish was mine. But, anyways. Um. Yeah, Corey. Corey is that. Oh, uh, okay. He is a Chick Fil A brownie. That's what he is. And yes, yeah. But and when he told me, he's like, "Man, this is really good." Yeah. I'm like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and then somebody else came into the room saying, "I listened to your song. I played it for my students." And then I was like, "Oh my god!" Like people really like this. I said, "So you know what? Yes. I need to put out an EP." Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm working on an EP right now. Um, my goal is to drop it. I was yeah. gonna say summer, but I gotta be realistic because EP is expensive, um, depending on how many songs. So my goal, I will say this: it will yeah. be out either by my birthday or before my birthday. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do well, probably like three I or four songs. I will definitely be checking in with you. Okay, I don't want to keep you too much oh, longer. Oh, child, you can keep me as long as we need. I got nothing So, okay, so okay, let's talk about your theater background. When was the first time you yes. got into theater uh, outside of church? Child, you know, I know it's so funny. So, I, I was in high school. Church. My high school, um, Bloom Township in Chicago Heights, Illinois. What's up, Trojans? Um, shout out. So the funny thing is, Shout I was out. in high school, and my theater um, department, my school had a very good theater department, but for some reason, I did not get into it. Um, I, 
I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life, you know, my mother and just my home life that I just didn't think about it. And then my junior year in high school, you know, um, for some reason, I, that was the first time I saw the audition notice for Greece. I said, oh, Greece, I love Greece. So I auditioned for Greece and I got um, a good role mm-hmm. in that show. And my theater director was like really upset because I was a junior. He was like, where have you been like for the last two years? Because now that I'm a junior, I only got two more shows that I could possibly do as a senior because we only did two shows a year. And so I was like, I don't know, <laughs> you know. And so he was mm-hmm. like, well, you have to do more shows. Like, you have to do theater. And I wasn't in choir either. And the choir director, the choir director was also over the musicals. And so, you know, Greece was a musical. And she heard me sing. She said, where the hell have you been? <laughs> so my, it was from junior year of high mm-hmm. school, 2004, until now, I have been doing theater. So, what so is your favorite my favorite musical, I would say that I did was, ugh. You know what? I'm gonna say my favorite musical was probably Hairspray, and I'm, I'm going to say Hairspray because really? I went. You know, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a big guy. So in order for them, for, so for them to allow me to play seaweed, you know, in in that in that musical, and really the only person that's supposed to be overweight is the lead girl and her mother, um, and Motormouth, um, the uh, seaweed's mother. Seaweed mm. is is you know aesthetically supposed to be this this smooth black cat you know, that everyone wants type of thing. So when I've auditioned for him before, I was told vocally, you can do it. You sound good. You dance well, but you're too fat. You're too big, you know? So I auditioned again somewhere else, you know, and in my mind, I'm not going into that audition thinking that my weight isn't even a factor for me. I'm going in there because I know I can vocally kill this song this show and I know that me being big people don't think I can dance and I'm a very good dancer so I I killed it and the fact that I got the role I cried I cried and I I did extremely well and so I'm going to have to say because of the importance of what that meant for me I think that I'm going to say that uh, Hairspray and Seaweed was probably the mo- character Seaweed was probably the the, the um, best experience I've had in the musical. Okay. Now what? I wish they like recorded. Well, you know what? It's, like, it's copywritten um, reasons. More. So you know why people like, don't record it because like, you know, the original company yeah. doesn't like that. Um but I mean, I'm gonna send you a video because I, I had somebody record something on their phone, and I have like a little snippet. It's like so long. I, I did I did the hairspray like <laughs> years ago, but I still have this video. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was fun. Like it was so fun. It was vocally perfect for me, and so I worked really hard. So it was it was fun. And to top it off, two weeks before the show opened, I had to get my um. I had to get my gallbladder removed. Um, yes, I, my gallbladder. Like I was, I had the worst pain really? ever, and I had to go to the emergency room. I had to have emergency surgery. I had to get my gallbladder removed, and I was like, "Wait a minute, my show is in two weeks," <laughs> and they were so nervous. They thought they were gonna have to cancel the show, replace me, and I said, "No, I'll be fine," and I, I you know, I recovered, but it, I was, I did not think I was gonna be able to do the show. Mm-hmm. And you still uh, know that you're a superstar. Oh, okay, girl. <laughs> okay. Keep on with that modern shit. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You well, have. Yes, you have. I mean, I've been saying this since I met you, have I not? Okay, I'm ready for it. Okay, so let's get into some mess. So, oh, oh my God. Who's your celebrity crush and why? Oh, Go. my God. Okay. I have two, and I 
I kind of didn't want to talk about this first one because right now he's a very problematic okay. person. He is. He is right now. He just I was just going to say, is he problematic? Extremely problematic. Oh, girl, I would. I would hang up. It better not be boosty. I will leave this recording. No. No, it is okay. So it's Justin Timberlake. He's problematic right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's well. Though I don't feel like it. Just, but he just came out with this weak apology. So I think you know, people. I didn't think it was weak, but it's too late. So I think so now. People are you know. Uh, I, I, he should have just not said nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like it's too late. Yeah, that's like you are twenty. Like, oh, you are twenty years like, late, sir. Over twenty years. That, so, but my is my, the funny thing about <laughs> Justin is that you know I grew up in the era of you know boy bands and stuff like that, and really, first of all, Insync was my very first. Okay. It, it it was um instant oh shit what was that oh was it um I, can't well, I don't know because oh. I was I was a Backstreet Boys fan whatever Gone was on oh, the one that the that song was, Gone um, what that oh, was you know, that, that was the one with Bye 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 oh no 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 that was Pop that was Pop yeah that was Pop Bye 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 no yep, no no that was Pop Pop yep so, that was it that was my very funny. first, my very first CD was um, Aaliyah's last CD I think it was the first CD I bought mm-hmm Really? God, I was already see, sitting here shaking her. You bought her damn like CD. I bought her first CD. But I, <laughs> yes, it was. So I think this whole thing didn't happen because yeah. as a kid, I used to. to okay, this, this may sound weird. So in order for me to, I never, I never thought I could live a life as a gay man. As a kid, so as a kid, I would pretend to be a woman in love with a man, and so I would get. I gave myself an alternative name, like my name was Tiffany with an I, like that was my name, Tiffany with an I, not a Y, not Tiffany. So that was my other name, and in that name and in that other life I created, I was you know somewhat of a celebrity, and Justin Timberlake was my husband, so. That was that. That like that was that whole thing for me. So that's why I fell in love with him for that reason. As an adult gay man, black man, I my adult crush right now is Odell Beckham. He is really. Uh uh-uh, no no no. It can't be because he's a Scorpio. he's a Scorpio. Odell's a Scorpio. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. He'll be just as problematic as you. Yes, he is. Okay, so it's gonna have to be, um, what's his name? P Valley, because it's my other one, Tyler. No, no, yes, the rapper. My um, God, no, Tyler Laplay. But you know, I, I'm a trend. Yeah, he's a kid. I don't do that. <laughs> you be like him, like him. Don't. <laughs> I love our skin man too. Like I love the guy from. Um, you like the light bright. Oh my god, I can't think of that movie he was in. I can't think of the movie he was in. Ugh, I'll have to get back to you on that. But I love he was in he was in a Watchmen, but I can't think of his name right now. Like I posted him on my story before. I'm in love with him. Um I can't he, Yes, and then I I love the guy I love the guy from Lovecraft Country. Um he is I love that man. He is so he is so oh, so I love chocolate me. I, I love men. I love it men. Is, like I just the love body black me. men in all shades. I love body types. I just love I love I love attractive human beings. So I'm always posting people and I'm I, I always post like random people, like people like, you know, there's some attractive people on Clubhouse that I just find you are extremely attractive. You may be stupid as hell, but you are really attractive. 
Yeah, that'd exactly. be the only thing about like, child, you look talking and you're like, oh, oh no, look, you, can't do you look, that. Just, just stop talking. You <laughs> oh, you're dumb. You. <laughs> yeah, you fine. So, yeah. Oh, Lord, when you start talking, uh-uh. Mm. Okay, so mm, what is your ideal date for anyone who wants to take you out? You know, now that you're you're coming out as this big star that I've already known you are. You know, you know, the boys are gonna start trying to scoop you up. So what are they what do they need to know? What they need to know is I do not want to go out to a restaurant. I do not want to go out to eat. I do not want to go to a movies. I think that's all trash and it's in person. Like you you cannot corny. You cannot like, learn lame. anything about like, oh, wow. taking me to a movie because we're not talking to each other. <laughs> we're watching a movie. What can you learn about me? I like to do um, mm. like athletic things or like game things. Like I love bowling. Bowling is my shit. I love bowling. And so, if you want to take me out, I would suggest you take me to like a a, a, a big fancy arcade that has bowling. Like a Dave and Buster's type of thing. Um, it has like a bowling arcade, drinks, you know, like the pink the the ping pong tables, you know, stuff like that. Like those are the type of things I like to do on the first day because I feel like you're you, you kind of let your guard down when you are in those competitive thing competitive competitive moments, and you have yeah. fun and you can actually you know see how this person really is because they let their guard down. And so those are the type of events I like to do um, go to on a date. Also, if you if they exactly I don't like to lose. Like I really don't like to lose. <laughs> me and too. So, so I'm like, let me see. <laughs> yeah, you'll send up sad of me when it comes to games and stuff like that because I do not like to lose. Yes, like, <laughs> you'll be side-eyed the whole night. Like this gonna beat me, really. So that's why I like like pool. Oh I love playing pool. <laughs> I'm I'm old school when it comes to those things because I used to play, play pool and bowling and all this stuff all the time. I was on the bowling league, so I lo- I love bowling. So bowling is definitely the place to take me if you want to take me on a date. Okay, yeah, boys, take notes, take notes. Okay, so what is your biggest turn? My off biggest turn off is someone who can't, who who does not communicate. I, I am, I am really big at communicating. Like Ooh. if I don't like something that you did, I'm going to tell you. If I love something that you did, I'm going to tell you. If there's something that I want to change, I will tell you. I am a big advocate for that and I don't like people who can't communicate and then blow up later when it's something that you could have told me you know like you legit could have told told me that this right. was your issue so I don't like people who cannot communicate and I don't like people who don't let me see everyone makes time for what they want so so what irritates me about a lot of people nowadays dating is everyone is trying to chase each other or, or everyone's trying to get chased. No one is doing the chasing. So I don't have a problem with reaching out mm. if I find you attractive and I want to get to know you more. But what I'm not going to do is keep being the only person reaching out. If you're not going to show interest, I'm going to fall back. You know, I'm kind of going through that with someone right now that was on Clubhouse and, you know, I'm doing all the reaching out, you know, good morning, the good afternoons, have a good night, you know, all those things. They respond, but I'm doing all the reaching out. Like, are you going to say good morning to me ever? Are you going to ever check on me, see how my day is going? And and so I, I didn't say anything one day to see if they were going to say anything. They went the whole day and didn't say nothing. So I said, okay, I'm not doing this no more. So I'm really big on communication in all forms. And I'm a type of person, if you don't communicate, I'm going to just create. I might not uh, think you're doing no fuck shit. I'm just going to think you're no longer interested. Because me personally, if I'm interested in someone or dating someone, there's no way I can go through the entire day and not have a thought 
of how are they doing? How are they navigating through this day? How was your day? What can I do to make it better? Like I cannot go a day without communicating with someone that I'm interested in. And that's just me. And if I, if you can't meet my energy that way, there's, we can't, we can't do nothing together. And you know what I hate when they come back with some, oh, I was just busy. And coming from somebody who's literally had a job that's like 24-7, literally, you can't come to me with no bullshit like, oh, you were just busy. Like, who are you? You're not Beyonce. Like, what are you doing all day? You're not. You you were not not that bothered. So if you're not going to communicate, I understand working. I understand some. there are a lot of jobs where you can't be on your phone and work. But that job is an eight-hour job. So... There's other eight hours you sleep and two after that. So there's probably about like mm. six hours left in your day. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, what is Ooh, the this biggest year? lesson that you felt like you've learned? Hmm. Child, we're only two months in. I've mm-hmm. learned. Okay. Because um, I'm going to say, oh, uh, 2020. This is already two months. You ain't lying. This is what she said. This is just 2020. I learned it in 2020 that. You know, um, that was a, 2020 was the first time I started seeing a therapist. Um, mm-hmm. I did not see a therapist before 2020. Uh, and again, I think it's really? because um, theater was my therapy. And, and I was always doing something. And then I noticed that when I'm not doing theater, when yeah. I'm not doing this, when I'm not doing that, I start to get depressed and things like that. So, um, yeah, 2020 is when I really learned that... Mm-hmm you know, your mental health is important. I would definitely agree with that. So I, I've talked about on my show before that I, I was in therapy 10 years ago. Well, at this point, 11 years ago. That's when I first first went to therapy about like my sexual abuse, like my sexuality, my family issues and all of that. And I just gave up after like the third session I was just like oh this is too much this is a lot to unpack mm-hmm. and that's when I just started to like write and like do other things to like get my mind off of it but in 2020 that's when I decided yes. I was like you know what let me get to a licensed therapist to help me unpack this because mm-hmm. the things that I was doing like the drinking the going out having sex all that was just like getting my mind off of it and it wasn't really fixing anything like those emotions and those the, the trauma that right. I'm trying to run from it's still going to be there and it's going to come out in some other way so I definitely recommend therapy for anyone who is going through it and especially in these times y'all we all are going through absolutely it. no shame in going to a therapist that is exactly what they're there for okay <sighs> okay so this is the last question I have for you and it's a little deep one <clears throat> What would you tell Child, your younger pull, self with all the knowledge that you know? Pull away from the table. Pull Let's say like the 10-year-old. Listen, I'll, listen. Okay, listen. You know what? I will say pull don't away you from feel the table. Don't you tell no baby that. Back in the day, I... <laughs> well, do you think you were doing that as like a... a you know what? I had, or you think I had you a were like. I had a pretty good childhood. The older I got is when I started experiencing a little bit more issues in the household. But I want to say as a kid in, in my in my early, early youth, growing up in, from with a, a grandmother from the South that, you know, every she cooked from the South. You know, that's how all her food was cooked. And it was a dif- disrespect to her mm-hmm. or any of my family members to not eat everything that's on your plate. You know, it, it, you know, you don't you don't throw away shit to on not the plate, eat. yeah. Or you gonna mm-hmm. get popped. There's, you know, you gonna get popped. 
if you throw away Nothing. any food, there ain't no such thing as leftovers. Nah. So <laughs> I, baby, they will make you a big plate. Big plate too. They don't just plate. make no little bitty plate. And so, <laughs> you know, I would, you know, wish I could tell Everybody. my younger self to eat to satisfy yourself, but don't eat to be full. And I I ate to be full because out of respect or just because that's this how I was taught to eat. And so, which is so funny because the adults would throw food away all the time, but kids, we had to eat everything. And so that's what I would do because as a person who is, you know, I've been um, overweight my entire life. I've also still been very active. You know, I, I feel like if I have never been an active person, I'd probably be bigger. You know, I've been dancing in shows all my li- all my life. I've played baseball when I was younger. Um, I've always been always been an active person, always. And so I do believe that that that's not the problem. The problem is the mental stability that I w- I get from um, food. You know, the comfort I get from it because it takes me back to a place of 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 love and stuff like that. So it's definitely an emotional connection that I'm trying to break now as an adult. And I wish I could have that conversation with my younger self because I think that I would be, you know, I would, you know, it, I would handle things a little bit better. It is. I, I, no, that's what I was feeling like. I feel like that's kind of like your safe space. Like I, you feel like this is, this is what's comforting you eating and you feel like safe in that space but just know that <laughs> you are you, okay Brian. listen you are a superstar like I have been telling you you have Thank nothing you, to be afraid of anymore it. like the whole I world appreciate it and hands. I'm really glad I missed and now I'm really everybody glad I you. sees all uh, of your family. I don't know how so you have nothing to be afraid of anymore room it was and that's and those are those and see, those are the relationships that last. I know, right? really was it Moonlight? I don't even know. The moment. I don't remember. Maybe it was Moonlight. Damn, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know what it was, but we I think it was before Moonlight. I think it was before that thing. We just kept, um, you know, talking in these spaces and stuff. So I don't know what it really was, but yeah. I'm glad I met you. You're a very genuine person. Um, You're a fun person. Um, you definitely are a loyal person, and we have we have we have so much in common. Like we get along so well, you know. Because I don't and, connect with the know, other girls, I, you know. know. <laughs> to, you know, I, I can't really say you know what the future holds right now, but you know what it holds, and I can't. I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. Um, because it's it's gonna be lit. We have, plans. we have plans. I'm definitely um appreciate um mm-hmm. getting to know you and how I really in the last in just a month, barely two months. And I just can't wait to see how our relationship progresses. This was fun. Oh, it went by so fast. You, I appreciate you for coming on. I've had a great time and I Yes. <laughs> I know, and damn, it's almost been an hour already. Okay. Okay, but I need to hit you up anyway. Because thank you, I was, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. But thank you, thank you for being on here. Bye. <laughs> Today's podcast is presented by Podco. Podco is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you can always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podco. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. Let them know that Free Game, the podcast sent you. That's Free Game for you, y'all. Thanks, Judy, for coming on. Such a great interview. Every time I talk to you, I always have a good time. So, thank you for that. 
Also, shout out to everyone in Texas going through it with this snowstorm. Oh, gosh. Horrible things. Um, I'll be checking in with you guys as I have been doing, so I'm kind of, ugh. But switching gears a little bit, um, shout out to Let's Talk Podcast. My soul sister, San Yu, just released an episode featuring me. So you guys go check that out. Until next time, you guys, love yourself and remember to spread the light. Bye.